our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Two world champions, they happen to be twin brothers. While the ingredients are there, two guys who love to sit down to their punches and throw that firepower. I'm not scared of nobody, and I'm definitely not scared of someone who talks to me. There's no one in the division that can beat me. There's no one in the division that's strong as me. It would definitely deliver a statement. The power is for real. We would get a chance to let everyone in the world see the great things that me and my twin brother has done for the sport of boxing. Being on the same car gives us energy. We, we want to be sharp. We want to be at our best. We're going to both meet in the middle of the ring and we're going to let our hands go. Let the best men win. They are boxing. And they pound for pound. Well, hi, everybody. It's night two here of the Room Service Diaries. Day two, I should say. Episode two, whatever the yeah. fuck we're calling it. My name is Luke Thomas. It's Brian Campbell. And for the second consecutive night, we are not sharing a room, despite popular belief. We're just banging. We're just two heterosexual guys who bang. That's what we're doing. All right. Mm. Well, <laughs> let's toast to your meat curtains then. All right. How about that? You know what I'm saying? That's so gross. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so we did one of these yesterday. <sighs> And everybody seemed to like it. And on yesterday's program, I asked you to email me, LukeThomasNews at gmail.com, if you had any questions. Now, if you're watching it at this point, it's too late. Stop emailing yeah, me. Please. But we have a bunch here already. And no stick pics in Luke's, uh, in Luke's email. Okay? Well, no, if you send me no those, stick. you'll be banned for life. I mean, what are we going to do? But uh, in the meantime, we have questions, BC. All right. Would I you, got answers. Would you like to get to it? Yes. we get to it right away. So this will be like an all your questions episodes. And here's the thing. If you ask questions like, oh, is Khabib a better wrestler than Usman, we're not going to answer it. It has to be something kind yeah, of Yeah, and hopefully they, hopefully they have watched the great content we put out this week on many platforms, Luke. Breaking down this weekend's pay-per-view fights, Morning Combat, CBS Sports HQ, Showtime Boxing live streams. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We did the, uh, we did the presser today. People are asking us, what about, our, what about our masks? We didn't. We got COVID tested, and then they wouldn't let us wear I mean, you could wear masks to the event. But in the event, you couldn't. It's fine. You couldn't. Uh, you couldn't wear one. So I'm not going to wear a mask on camera. I mean, you can't what am do I, it. So what am I the guy in the local news? Come on. And then when we left the room, we put the masks back on. So yeah, you know, eat a fat dick. All right. This comes to us from <laughs> Dr. Luke Fauci here telling telling the people out there. Well, please. we want to do. I mean, that's the you know you got to accept a certain degree of risk. You take COVID tested. Everyone gets screened. What do you, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's just the way it goes. All right, from Patrick. He says uh, he likes our chemistry, BC. Oh, hey, our romantic right. chemistry. <laughs> all right. This is, we're never going to live this. No. I mean, you're the one who introduced dick pics. No, well, you know, now you got the nerve to say something about what I'm doing. All right. So, first question, BC. Why the absolute hate for IPAs? Where did it start? Is it still the case today now that there are so many amazing kind of IPAs? Exactly. Okay, here's my This point. is not an amazing one, but I'm enjoying it. What do you have? 
uh, made by New Belgium. It's called the uh, show the uh, show the can. It's called the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. And as we've established in the past, I'm very closer. much a fan of the hazy right. citrus IPAs. Luke, okay, all right. What do you want me to do here? I mean, yeah, sure, New yeah. Belgium, Colorado, decent brewery. Um, I wouldn't, you know, put my life on the line for this specific IPA. But yeah, look, you have a problem. You don't understand so, how great American New England based beer can be. That style. I mean, you can get. I like West Coast IPAs too, bro. Okay, but I'm, so here's the problem with IPAs. They're for basic bitches. Basically. They're not. No, they're that's that's what's wrong. You know, what's for basic bitches. Loggers and and you know, yeah, loggers are loggers are for donks. I mean, that's who it's for. Donks. Donks, basic bitches, and everybody else. I know you want to go, oh, well, here, let me put a stick of butter in this beer. This is the real Belgium style. <laughs> I'm not – look, I personally don't love that style. I'm sure if I went to Europe and yeah, had the very o- best o- of the Only best. the world's most uh, – the, the world's Ciceros okay, all agree. For, for modern-day dads, especially dads like you who in the past have yeah. climbed a few trees, if you will, yeah. you got to get into where – I mean, it's not even like getting. Can, into I, it. can I answer the question? Or are you just going to like run over this? The, here's the answer to the question. It is true that stuff like this today is totally different, much better. And if you like it, I like to give them shit. But if you like it, it's basically fine. The reason why I had a problem with it, however long ago it was five, ten years, is because the initial outburst of IPAs were all a little one note. And the basic problem was that they were there was this between breweries, this hops arms race. Who could stuff the most hops? There's a great example of this, Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head at first had a 60-minute IPA. Then they had a 90-minute yeah, IPA. Yeah, but that, that's a very niche stream. Let of. me finish. Then they had the 120-minute IPA, and it was just hops all, all the time. There were things called like Hop Bomb, Hop Apocalypse, Hop Fuck Your Mom in the Face, you know? And it was like, my God, fucking stop. Now what you're seeing is they've dialed back the hops. You can still taste it. It's obviously an IPA. But they bring in this one that has what more fruity flavor. Yeah, I mean this one kind of sucks. But there's there's a complexity level today. Hundred percent. They're okay, much you know, much. I'm, mean, not, I'm not saying I'm not do saying. You it's realize the same. we are less than an hour away from Treehouse Brewing in Charlton, Mass. Right now, we, we should go. probably go there. All right, maybe go to the edible store. We should probably go there, Luke, and because um, you got to wait in line in the woods, you can't go buy that shit in the store. All right, then you know maybe that's tomorrow night's episode. Me presenting you with the holy grail. Of what I drink, okay, Luke, and then you telling I don't the want to drink piss. You telling the world that you were wrong. You're not ready for Julius. You're not ready for the purple haze. Right? You're not ready right. for that shit. Let's move through these because otherwise, he asked a question about Chandler, which we're not going. No, get I want to hit every single question. Look, you said in a question. Yeah, if you want to get through them, now's the time because there's going to be a million of these. The, the, my email account blew up. Uh, in an effort to drop a few lbs, can you I've give the th- guy's name. Can can we give him some? some uh, Alex Paulich, please. Thank you. No, but it's about something stupid. I want to do something fun. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Um, you Good got, thing Luke, you got a favorite. Took the time to vet this stuff before hey, the show. This you is know? this is a high quality podcast that we do here. You got any favorite fights from Pride? Hmm, that's a good question. This is from Luke Rothwell. One Luke. Don't say another. their last name, you fuck. Why? Why, Luke? They want. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. Why don't you tell me why? Why not? Why don't you just tell don't. Me? It's not. It's not a good policy. Just say it's for my namesake. It's from Luke. We'll have him edit it out. That's fine. Why? No, no. I'm. I'm, I'm going to be serious here for a second. Because why? you shouldn't put out someone's full name. You just shouldn't do that. I, I didn't give his social security number. I understand. Right? Maybe Rothwell's a, a fake name. Maybe his last name is Dingleberry. I don't know. Can you answer the question and stop getting off track? Oh, I like pride fights where people get dropped on their uh, head, you know, so uh, shout out to uh, Rampage there uh, with the slam, letting the boys be boys. I don't know. Do you have a go? I mean, look, obviously pride rules. I go back on the uh, yeah. on the network very often on the fight pass. I always go. Uh, my go-to is uh, pride body blow, which had the first Fedor Noguera 
It had, uh, I think it had Anderson Silva, Carlos Newton. Okay. I, th- I could be wrong about that, but it definitely had Randleman and Rampage. You ever see that? That, that is like one of the most slept on fights ever. Kevin Randleman in his prime versus Rampage in his prime. That I like fight Liddell Overeem. Liddell Overeem. It's a great one. Well. It's a great one. Uh, okay. Also, you mentioned previously you might start a political current events type show someday. This person says, I think that would be very interesting. It would listen. Would you listen? You going to play in the Waterbury Open this weekend? Yeah, I'll gonna, meet you, you there. You, yeah. would, you wouldn't listen? What are you going to be? What's that show you like with the with the, uh, the, the, the sneaky hot chick, right? Mm-hmm. With, with Crystal's balls? What's that show you like? Oh, uh, Rising. Yeah, come on out for the Rising, right? You big Springsteen guy? Mm-mm. Why? Because I have testicles. All right, here we go. Next one from Aaron. And so does he. So does Bruce, right? Does he's, he? He's the, he's the boss, you know? Of what? A bunch of fucking Jersey zeros. <laughs> Where are we going with this? All thing? right. This person asks, I had a huge breakfast, guy. Luke and Brian, what is your ultimate breakfast? See, breakfast is the best meal. Like, I don't trust anybody, including my wife, okay? I love you. I don't trust anybody who hates breakfast. Breakfast is the best. It's the most, like, gratuitous, ridiculous meal, right? There's it's syrup heavy. There's cheese everywhere. I mean, it's great. So the best breakfasts to eat, Luke, are on the road, typically when you're hungover, right? You want to soak yourself in maple syrup, right? No? We answer the question. Well, I, I want pancakes on the table, first of all. I don't need a lot of them. But that's the thing. I, it's more the syrup that I need. You know what I mean? Not necessarily the pancakes. Although, chicken and waffles, which doesn't have to be a breakfast meal. When you get a le- I have a thing Do you know where this. chicken and waffles comes from? Uh, you, uh, I knew you were going to nerd out, go down a side road, <laughs> go down the lane, and tell me that. I knew uh, you'd, be like, you'd be like knowing shit. What, the European banks were the first to eat that? No, that, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't come come up with dumbass conspiracy theories. What I'm going to say is this. I have a great thing. Now, you already know my palate's a little bit different. I'm a gas station food aficionado. I love when you take basic comfort food but jack it up at a gourmet level, which is a thing these days, right? I love that, too. I have a rule. Whatever restaurant I go to, if there's meatloaf or lasagna on the menu – I'm I'm getting it. I have to know what your meatloaf or lasagna tastes like. Why meatloaf? Because it's freaking amazing, dude. Okay? Okay? But so on that on that vein, this new kick, and it's not new to people who live in like Atlanta where they have the, the best breakfast in the world is in Atlanta, just so you know, okay? All, all my black friends down there, amazing job that they do down there, okay? All your black friends. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So uh, many of your black friends. Chicken and waffles is, is, Luke, is amazing at the, at the gourmet level. Yeah. Okay? I mean, it's, it's good at the shit level. Do you have a go-to on-the-road breakfast? Yes, meal? I do. First of all, chicken and waffles, here's where it comes from. So super quick. Super. I actually like the story. The jazz musicians in New Orleans would play so late into the night. Your black friends, yeah. All my black friends. They would play so late into the night they couldn't decide by the time they wanted to go eat whether they wanted a late dinner or an early breakfast. And somehow it became a tradition coming out of there that they would just combine the two. That's what you're oh, I like that. I like from. that story. Isn't that cool? All right. I like that story. Are you a maple syrup guy? You're a pancake guy. I, um, okay, let's ask you this. Pancakes or... Uh, waffles. Both at the same time. But just pour the sugar. In fact, just pour the maple syrup on my satchel and I'll just, you know, and I'll just, I'll just teabag that shit. I mean, come on, right? Uh, I would go with my favorite breakfasts are, I like to get a nice runny yolk. Damn right. You know the best I mean? breakfasts are sloppy, right? A little bit sloppy. So, like, like for example, can I inter- interject? Sure. The, the biscuits with gravy, I think, is in that category. A nice sloppy ass sausage gravy. Biscuit. I Agreed. mean, just it's 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 like gross sex, right? So what I like is you like uh, gross sex. Uh, can I finish the question without you being weird on every one of them? What I like is I like a rice dish 
reheated usually from last night if I can. Your Asian friends, yeah. Yeah, from all my Asian friends. And you put in there your meats, whatever you want, your your sausage if you like it, your chicken or whatever. Um, you put in there, you know, I mean, uh, potatoes. You chop up, right, the whole bit. <laughs> Tomatoes, onions. Sorry, I was laughing at that Arby's and Hope Solo joke and made it <laughs> off air. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, keep going, keep going. And then lastly... You put the couple of fried eggs on top, but you fry them just enough so that you can pop them, and then the egg runs over. Now, if I'm in a hurry, if I'm in a hurry, my go-to, I like a breakfast burrito. Oh, badass. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a, I'm a breakfast burrito okay, guy. Okay, I'm down with that. Okay, yeah. all right, good. No, do you go like, um, I like some guac in it? I like some salsa? A slice avocado. That's fair. That's, oh, you know when I was doing, when I was the host of PBC face-to-face last year on Fox, a nationally televised inter- interview boxing show, by the way, uh, before it got canceled, um, I would eat, I got on the avocado toast train, okay? I like avocado toast, but it's like... I mean, it's played out now. It's cliche now, right? But I, don't, I didn't understand... My white I friends didn't, eat that. Yeah, I didn't understand what was so special about it. I'm like, you mean it's just avocado and actual toast? It's like being like, I had the wheat and milk breakfast. You mean cereal? Like, what the fuck are we labeling this See, with? See, look, I don't understand. As much as I know you, I don't get you. Yeah, because, because you're you... a high faluter in some categories, yes, but then yes. in, like, music and other stuff, you don't know where you are. Because you, know? you try, you say, you do things to me that you say you would never do for yourself, which is put me in boxes <laughs> and try and label me. <laughs> I would do this to myself, I'll tell you that much, yeah. And you try and label me with these cheap ideas you have about the world, rather than dealing with the actual complexities that each human brings to the table. That's what you fucking do. Because you're trying to save the world, I'm just trying to entertain the world. All right. All right. So next, we got. Oh, wait, you didn't tell people what you're drinking. We we. Uh, you... Oh yeah, just have Beam and Coke Zero, and a shitload that's, of it. That's great. All right. So from Max. Uh. Okay, we're gonna do it. Yeah, do it. We'll do it. Okay. This person goes after going straight out of the butt and right into the fuck. Wait, what? What? This is what they're writing. The Trump campaign spirals into their final freefall of 2020. Um. Don't look at me. I'm not going to read all of this, but they say, can we assume that the country is doomed if the Trump voter base refuses the validity of our election, the justice system, and future COVID vaccines? Do the social consequences of Trump in a jail cell outweigh retaining the integrity of our legal system? What do you think? It's all bullshit, Luke, okay? You're not worried about that a little bit? It's all bullshit. Dude, the... the day that I believe our country's political system is is run at the way it's presented no, 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 to no. us. What I mean is, you okay? What he's basically asking is, let's say we have an election, yeah, and it's tight, yes, and uh, tight for, like the junior prom or tight uh, like two thousand, tight like two thousand, okay, where it comes down to junior prom was pretty tight, where too. it comes into uh, 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 one or two counties in Arizona or Florida or something, and the Trump campaign, let's say they lose, lose. I'm putting up air quotes, but then contest the election. And then don't accept the results. Remember, he's been discrediting all the mail-in ballots. Do you worry that we could have a constitutional crisis? I don't worry about any of that shit because I'm politically that's asexual. That's, you, you can be politically asexual and still recognize that may or may not be a threat. What I'm asking is, do you take that as a plausible scenario? Not likely, plausible scenario that one should consider. No. You don't? I, well, I take it from I don't think it's likely. I do think it is plausible. Will you vote? On November 3rd. No. It doesn't matter. See, that's what I like about you. I can't Because I get in fights with my parents on the phone all the time because I have – Yeah, but my it doesn't matter is different than your Your grandparents died so that I could choose not to vote, okay? 
All right. To quote Dennis Leary, I don't need, you know, Don Henley telling me I need to vote. All right. Puff, Puff Daddy, don't tell me. Don't, don't, first of all, here's, Puff Daddy, first of all, Diddy, don't tell me what to do. Okay. Yeah. I, lo- I love I was, Breakfast in Atlanta. And his, so fu- his fucking voting thing was so stupid. Vote or die. It's like, uh, I mean, what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyway, my, but my reason for not voting is different than yours. I live in a place that is overwhelmingly to one side. So if you put a protest vote, you're just you're masturbating. Or you can just go along with what, what's going to happen anyway. I don't like Joe Biden. I vote locally So it doesn't it matter. I live in a place that's going to overwhelmingly go for Joe Biden. But I vote locally Whatever. because it matters. Yes. I, I don't locally, think I vote, I, locally is different. I don't, yes. and maybe you'll have to edit this out. I don't think my vote matters, matters on a national scale. Then look, this isn't a Trump or Biden thing. You know what it is? Not in Connecticut it doesn't. But it well, certainly doesn't right. in Connecticut. But on the whole, when we live in a country with the electoral college system, when the popular vote doesn't actually get in the person that the people voted for – that's when I. That's when I, you know, like college. I, I pull out a little. Okay, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it is. Um, I don't think a Republican president has won the popular vote. God, I forget how long it goes back, but it's like a shockingly long time. Um, I saw an interesting stat. Ready for this one? Um, Mitt Romney had a greater percentage of. Uh, I gotta look this up. Um, Mitt, Ro- Mitt Romney had a greater percentage of the white vote than Trump did. The difference was you didn't have you had more third party votes during his time, and you had a lot less. You had more voter apathy uh, the second time around, so it just removed a part of the fa- of the voting base that would ordinarily conflict. But uh, Trump got forty six and some change. Uh, Romney got nearly forty eight and still lost pretty remarkable yeah people don't want to hear about our drunk politics so yeah who gives a know, shit okay um okay uh this from i'm gonna say griffin that's not the name luke what's it <laughs> this is a real question you can shit on me for it luke what's it like being generally more informed than most others <laughs> about, luke, what's it like being intelligent about luke? complex topics i have a friend that's way smarter than me and it's hard to have a conversation with him since he pulls out facts while i have uh half-baked opinions gonna pull it out yep yep did you write this email? No, I should have, though. You know? Love your guy's show. Best MMA show in the world. It's a boxing show, by the way. Thank you. Is it a boxing show? Well, yeah, that, our audience that's does, becoming an uproar of the people. Yeah, you know? Our audience does not give a fuck it's, about first boxing. First of all, it's called Morning Combat. Well, Brian, Brian Custer thought it was called Mortal Combat, but I, yeah. to his credit, I've called, called it that a few times by accident, too. Sub-Zero in the house. Um, I'll say, Luke, that uh, it's a combat show, okay? I'll talk about some bare-knuckle bullshit if you want me to, okay? Yep. Uh, I'll skip that question because there's no way to answer that without pissing off half the world. Uh, all right. Jesus Christ. Hey, you you should have vetted this. You should have prepared this. This question is about science and empiricism. Uh, we can skip that one. Let's have a fun. Please. You know what? I'll start. Yeah, any I'll Carl Sagan questions in there? I mean, you know, come on. Favorite late night hotel room service oh. snacks. So here's what's interesting. Let's, let's, let's remove. We're removing the fourth wall, the fourth curtain, the fourth bed sheet for to do this show. Yep. I have, um, you know, I've lived a good life, 42 years. Visited many a hotel on a family vacation, on a uh, on work. Look, I've been traveling, covering fights for a decade, Luke. I have never once ordered room service in my entire life until we were quarantined yesterday, and I had to. But then you told me that you, your money bag's ass has had a lifetime of room service. Not a lifetime. In fact, you had no problem yesterday buying like a fifty dollar bottle of wine through room. It service. was thirty. I'm like, dude, why don't we just go like walk to the to the liquor store down the road? You know? There is no liquor store down the road. And also, here's the point: 
I, you know, it, it gets worse. I used to, on Sirius XM's dime, I used to order like $300 worth of room service and then not even eat it. <laughs> you can have to edit that part out too, all right? No, I mean, not all in one night, but I mean, over the course of a week of, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know. Fight coverage in China, Luke. Okay, come on. Oh, really? Is that is, and what did you do to fucking fix it? Nothing. I'm entertaining the people. Please eat a dick. Uh, favorite late night hotel room slash or all right. This is a question. Service for you. snacks. What would you buy? Uh, service snack? What the hell's a service snack? I think snack? the ones that come in the room. Oh, okay. I've well, I've come in the room a few times, but oh, uh, you know, in Vegas after fights. Uh, you know, yeah, I've broken You're the worst person. I've broken the glass a few times. Can you change your name to Osama bin Laden? That's who you are. I've broken the glass on that service snack area. You know, it's like seven bucks for a pack of Skittles. Right? I'm gonna say peanuts peanut and M&M's. cashews. Oh, I was gonna go peanut M and M's is the well, perfect. Yeah, M and M's be number two. Yeah. And you know, you'll pay five bucks for that bag in that room, right? Or serious XM. You know what I've done before? Many times. Many times. Okay. Many times, Dwyer. Many times. You don't know Richard Dwyer, but shout out to Richard Dwyer. Um, I have done the peanut M and M's, Luke, at like three a.m. In Vegas, and the next day, going to CVS and replace the bag so that I, you know, and just turn down the turn down service for a couple of days. Yeah, but it doesn't work. It does work. It does work. Because once you lift it, you uh, adjust no, the weight. No, there's no there's no alarm that goes off. You know, I, alarm, I pull like right? an Indiana Jones. Like I pull the thing off the thing, you know, like Temple of Doom, and I put it, you know, yeah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 this is from William, right? From w- Willem. Willem. That must be Brit. We got a lot of British fans, right? We had a lot of Aussies. When was the last time or the most significant time that you can remember being uncontrollably hysterical with laughter? And what was the situation that caused it? Uh, <laughs> morning combat room service last night. <laughs> um, this is true. I would say. <laughs> I have this <laughs> this friend. Who's an attorney, and we're friends, but he can't stand me. And so uh, <laughs> I told him because he, he has to work in an office even now. And I told him, uh, "Wow, you have to work in an office. That sucks." And he was like, "What's so great about working from home?" And I was like, "You mean except I can touch myself on my lunch break, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Psych, I did that in the office too." But uh, oh, Osama <laughs> bin Thomas over here. No, but here was the joke. So now I've got this running bit where I'll send him like p- sad pictures of people in their office, like eating soup alone at their desk, and I'll be, and I'll be like, I'll be like, "This is your lunch," <laughs> and then for mine, I'll send him pictures or just outright videos of uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of orgies. <laughs> and one time he told me his boss was looking at his phone. <laughs> when, when, I, when I sent him a picture 
it was it was a roll of toilet paper, and I go, "This is your toilet paper." And then I sent him a GIF of Rocco, not Rocco Sofredi. I'm sorry, Nacho Vidal. Oh God, no, Rocco's Rocco's no, no, not, no, 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 Nacho Vidal. I don't know Nacho. Oh, no, he no. just abuses women. That's Nacho Vidal. He's yeah. got a woman, uh, just let's say doing the car wash on the back door, up and oh, down. God. And I go, "This is my." I go, "This is my." Uh, so, in high school, uh, Luke, we used to always have those, like, debates, like, if you could magically wake up tomorrow and have, like, Sean Kemp's vertical for an hour, what would you do with that hour? And we're always like, oh, my God, I'd find the closest inner city. I'd pull up on on the on some game. I'd steal the ball in the middle of the game and then go up and do, like, a 360 windmill dunk. Well, I, I don't have hostility to dunk on black yet. <laughs> I, I think we should have that same conversation about Rocco Sofredi. If you had one hour... <laughs> If you could pitch a Rocco tent for one hour, Luke. All right? I made a Lex the Impaler joke last night, and you just didn't even say anything. Hey, can we uh, can we toast to good times here, Luke? Yeah, by the way, not a 40. Definitely a 40. Not okay? a 40. Definitely a 40. What's the, well, just what's the it's alcohol not, Because content? it's not malt, Luke. Do you want to just tell us the story about fermentation again? It's not a 40. All right. Um, how would you sell Brian Campbell on Ahiaco? All right, so it's a Colombian. What thing. is Ahiaco? He's got, he's got one for you, so hold on. So Colombian, Colombia is a very diverse country. There are mountains, lowlands, there are marshes, there are beaches, everything. So it's in like Southern California. It's like a mix between it's like a mix between Georgia, Florida, California, Colorado, and Arizona. It's that got makes all. No it's sense. got it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes no sense. So the food is highly specific to the region. The national food of uh, Colombia and specific to Bogota, which is high in the Andes, is called ajiaco. It is a chicken soup, but it does, it's not what, exactly what you might think. It's more like a stew, and in the stew, the, they shred the chicken, and they serve it with rice. Yeah. Then on the side, they give you slices of avocado. They give you this cream called, um, um, God, what's it called? Uh, suero. We should do MK Karaoke. Hold on. Then cream. Give, hold on, hold on, hold on. Get on then, top. Don't, don't be disrespectful. All right, all right. Sorry, sorry Danny then, Segura. Then they give you capers to put on top. Okay. And then they give you like a, uh, all these other things on the side, and you put it in there to your heart's content. They serve it super hot in this boiling pot, and it's incredibly delicious. Okay, would you eat that? Hell no, no. Why? That no. sounds weird. You know, it's chicken soup with rice. What is so weird about that? All right, I try it. I try it. I try it. All right, now for you. I'm trying to be disrespectful to your folk, but I'll try it. I'll try How it. would you sell Luke Thomas in watching a Walter wrestling match? Okay, so Walter is this, uh, like, Austrian-German-ish fellow, Luke. He wears really tight tights like he's an MMA guy. No knee pads, no arm pads, and he slaps the shit out of people in, like, a German Nazi-like vibe, and the matches are brutal. They're at, they're MMA-like, okay? I know you don't, I'm not going to stop. You don't care, Luke. I don't give a fuck. I could give you the best IPA ever, and you'd be like, Pfft. I can show you the best wrestling that's match ever. That's not true. Ever. Bell's makes an IPA that's pretty good. Bell's is good beer. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like Bell's. Rock All right, the bells, yeah. from uh, another Green Hispanic, because it's Pregunta para Service Diaries. He's from Fidel. Fidel says, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, I mean, anyone can be Fidel. It's not a Cuban name, per se. Uh, for me, I've always wondered how and why, of all your peers, you chose Brian. <laughs> you chose Brian as a partner for MK. He was always the loose goose in the panel. But what I does loose goose really mean, Luke? People, that, you know, what, what, what am I a clown? I'm here for your entertainment. I mean, I brought I brought takes to more. I brought takes to the MMA. People weren't ready for the pressure. You know, like when um, 
you know, you have a pretty good high school basketball team, but you live in the farm country of whatever state, and then you go upstate for the finals, and you play against, like, an all-urban team, and they will press the balls. You've got, you've got repressed feelings about black youth. They will press the balls out of you, and they'll just make it. Uh, that's what I brought to the MMA beat set. Full court press, Nolan Richardson, 40 minutes of hell. It wasn't all circus clowns entertainment, Luke. There were takes in there. I hated hosting that show. That was a good, that was a fun show. It was a fun show, but I didn't like hosting it. You should have, you know what you should have done early? You should have recognized what I brought to the table and said, hey, this guy BC should host it. Nah, I don't want to do that shit either. Uh, how did I choose Brian? Yeah, well, let's tell the origin story, Luke, okay? Well, here's the question, because he has a part two for Brian, which is how did Luke approach you with the idea of MK? And then he says, un abrazo a los dos. This is like the how'd you meet your wife story. Like, your wife has a different version of it than you. I think we're going to have separate versions of it. Okay. You, you, no, you go first, Luke. For you, for Brian. No, ask, answer the first half of it, okay? I was out of options, desperate. <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. And no, I was, I was uh, like, I was Richard Gere, an officer yes, and gentleman. Yes. I got nowhere else to go. Uh, no, 80s I, reference counter. Yes, yeah, they, they don't get it. It's fine. Mayonnaise, Louis Gossett Jr., one of the best fucking actors ever. All right, um, the answer is basically pretty easy. I thought I had a good idea about a partnership. <laughs> And I thought Brian was uh, the best fit for me and a strong – like Chuck is a really strong uh, member of the beat as well. Chuck but is great. He's great. But great I, people, by the but way. But I Chuck. needed someone who was more – he and I are more similar. I knew I needed someone who was more my opposite. Not in the sense that I didn't respect, but I mean in style, presentation. We don't necessarily think the same. Sometimes we do, but we, a lot of times we don't. I knew I needed an opposite, and I thought we'd be a great pair. And uh, I think I came to you with the idea. Pretty early, actually. Yeah, we were we were the left and right testis, and it took, turned out that Showtime was the dong, and we made this work. That's right? right. Now the full story is Luke that we did. I did a couple MMA beats because Chuck Chuck was the middleman. He was the matchmaker in this sense, right? That is true. He was the million dollar matchmaker, uh, and uh, I showed up on the beat a couple times. I thought you hated me, Luke. Okay, I do hate you. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this. We had talks off camera after, like, the second time I was there. I know, I know you're deep in your text messages and your DMs right now. Any chance we can talk right now? Yes, I'm listening. It's a live show, Luke. Any chance we can talk? I'm listening. Um, and I said, and you, you, you shared with me, Luke, an honest take. You said, look, I got a great opportunity here at MMA Fighting, a great platform. But this isn't necessarily my bag, baby, right? This, this Swedish penis pump is, isn't mine, right? It's not mine. This isn't my bag. This was somebody else's. There was a Canadian man before me. I'm I'm thankful to take over this platform, but this wasn't my idea. This true or false? That was a conversation true. we had. I mean, I think I don't make references to penis enhancement or Canadian yes. men. Yeah, and I said to you, Luke, you know what I think you need. Now, was my was my statement a little loaded thinking of myself in that spot? Maybe, but I said, Luke, I think you need a two man show. That maybe has an interview in it, but it's the PTI of MMA. That's what you need. Oh, I see. You think you came up with the idea. Well, I think I, I – I, but I didn't say me. I said, you know, maybe if you could get yourself a Brendan Schaub. That's what I did say to you, and I remember that. I was thinking in my head, actually – You definitely did not come up with the idea, just so that's clear. Well, I mean, that's you how may you have, remember. You may have – Okay, that's how no, you remember. No, I, here, here's what I'll say. You might have done the old um, – Okie doke? No, Newton and Leibniz bit, where they both kind of invented calculus at the same time. Now, Newton gets credit for it because he actually got put to print his uh, proofs first. But you and I may have invented calculus at the same time. But you're Look, you more... think I need you? Is that what you're saying right now? You think I need you? No, I think we needed each other. And part of, the reason, part of the reason why it worked is because we're opposites. And here's the other part. 
I had a connection through Showtime through Brendan, but you already had a connection through Showtime. And I remember when I told him about the idea, and they're like, well, who are you considering? I was like, I'm considering Brian Campbell. They immediately signed on. They immediately were like, yes, we fucking love this idea. Uh, in part because I didn't have to sell them just on the – I only had to sell them on the concept. Well, there's a chance I planted a seed in your brain early on through an early conversation. You think you, did in, you think you did Inception on me? I think I did. I think you I definitely did. didn't. But Anyway, uh, there came to a point where your contract was up. You were looking to reimagine yourself there at right. that other place. That's right. Thankful that you thought of me as a provocateur. That's right. A rancontour. That's right. Yes. More of an interlocutor, but yes. Yes, yes. In Apollonia to your prince. A little much. <laughs> Make it rain purple. Um, and uh, it just so happened that the Showtime part of it, it, it came quickly, right? I mean, in a matter wasn't there of, a chance a subway meetings? There was like a chance meeting at a. I subway. ran into basically the guy who is in charge of all online video at Showtime on the subway, and I was like, and and, and so full disclosure, I had told that same gentleman. Because he was launching a lot of these very popular shows on Showtime yep. Digital. All the, I said, all the smoke. Um, he's behind below the belt. I said bit. to him, hey, have you ever heard of or considered Luke Thomas, who has, you know, very opinionated, very independent, very whatever. Um, I, I wasn't pitching this, but I was saying in general, and maybe that planted a seed. Maybe I'm the seed planter, but you are the guy that pisses on it and makes it grow, okay? That's possible. Let's move through these if we can. Uh, okay. Oh, you just lost interest in that extended uh, origin story. Well, it's just we have so much to get to, and you just keep doing this thing. They're asking about top five this music videos. Yeah, Corey. H. Corey asking about top five music videos. I'm not going to do top five. No, no, but let's you gotta, go. You old couple. school. Okay, old school. I think the greatest. And look, uh, here. Can I tell you something? May first, 1984, was like a transcendent day for me. Uh, you I, think I, we have all the time in the world? We've been doing this for 30 minutes. Look, we I need to push this along. Don't turn into Jay. Don't you fucking turn this into won't. This will overheat again. Are you aware of this? All right. It will overheat again. I went from 13 channels with the AB switch to the cable box 64 channels with MTV. I had parents who said, oh, you're five or six. Go ahead and watch MTV all day. I am an old school video head nerd. The greatest music video of all time is actually November Rain by Guns N' Roses. The song's great. There's three guitar solos and the whole motif with the church and the wedding and Stephanie Seymour, the model who was banging Axel at the time. That's my favorite video. You want to say Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel or something wacky and, and wild? That's fine. Thriller. I do like, I do like Sledgehammer. Thriller, Thriller when that came out was, was a moment. That was a thing. But I love me some November Rain. Okay? So my aunt's husband. That my, would be my, your uncle, Luke. Yeah, but not really. Like, I don't really know him all that well. Um, it's your uncle. Sort of. It's, it's pretty distant. He did the We Didn't Start the Fire video. He directed it. That's a good video with, it's, it's with nice, Billy Joel in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, with Everything's on Fire. Yeah. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, he that made, shit was always burning, that. right? He directed that. Okay. Isn't that pretty cool? That is cool. Um, so that's got a bit of a soft spot for me. But if I'm asking about video videos, I would say, man, what are some ones that stick out from the youth? Um Walk This Way with Aerosmith and Run DMC was massive. That Remember is when they ripped huge. the wall down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, great pull. Great pull. Totally agree. That's a big one. Um, uh, Madonna. Uh, like, a, oh, like a Virgin? Je well, no, 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 no. Justify like My Love, which was one that was banned on MTV, so you, you had to get the VHS tape and a couple kids I know. Their parents also, were. Like a Prayer, where, like, where she oh, had God, the cuts in the, her hands and everything. With the Christ thing that was crying and was a black guy. I mean, it was wild, you know? Dude, could we be older motherfuckers? Well, well but here's like, the deal. Remember that we video in 84 with that. Madonna? Oh, here's by the, the way, I don't like trippy red. Don't we don't run from that. We are 40. Come after us. We're a man. But, Luke, we're hip. We're hip to be square, but we're hip. No, we're not. Dude, we are many things. We're... 
we have a thing going here, but we are not cool. They're not cool. I'm 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 a little cool. I'm have you ever cool. seen the animated Justice League movie Doom? No. I have. It's one of the best Batman Justice League stories DC has told and explores how Batman's paranoia extends to even his allies. Yes, I've seen it. It's uh I don't do you like comic books in any capacity whatsoever? I had a lot as a kid, but I'm not a comic book guy. No. Favorite comic book movie? Even if you don't like it very much, it's the one you could maybe tolerate. Does Dark Man count? No. Dark Man? That sounds like a porno you watched. <laughs> that was with um with, with uh, Sylvia Saint. With the guy from Taken. What's the you know Liam Neeson? Are you gonna see Dark Man in the early nineties? I, saw Dark I don't think Man. that was a comic show. I had a lot. You, of G- you didn't see the Joker with? No, uh, dude, I don't get down in the Marvel universe. You know this. Right, okay? First of all, it's DC and the the donk who died, Heath Ledger. You never saw Heath I Ledger's never Joker? Saw that shit. Holy. Fuck, but look, dude, you're are you acting serious? like I have a problem. I have so many cool things Your in my life. Your only problem is that you have deprived yourself from, of a great opportunity. From IPAs to red-haired women to 70s rock, I have so many things in my life that are great that you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't recognize. You wouldn't give a chance. Okay? You like Radiohead? I like most of their All stuff. All right, we'll meet in the middle on that. Everything else, you have no idea where I come from, what I'm all about, Luke, okay? Okay, so can we watch The Dark Knight together? So that's the reimagined Batman series, right? I saw the first one. With Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan? Who the hell is that? It's the, it's the director. Oh yeah, who's the it's uh, who's the the lead the, guy? The first with uh, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, I've seen the first one. What's it called? Uh, the Dark Knight or the Batman Begins or something. Okay. Very good movie. Yes. Very okay, good movie. It, that is nothing compared to the second one. Okay, I'll watch the second one with you. We'll get a couple forties, right? Yeah, a couple re- real forties, dude. Not that bullshit. Bro, forty ounce to freedom is the only thing I have. You know what I'm saying? BC thinks if you put water. In a 40-ounce container, it's a 40. What? So you want a real, hardcore, urban, African-American King Cobra? Why are they African-American? It's a, it's, a, it's a hip-hop thing, right? That's how it became. Is that what it is? is this, why okay? is hip-hop black? I liked a lot of white hip-hop. Third base, right? Those are my guys, right? Well, MC you can't like black hip-hop now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big Eric B. and Rakim guy. Uh, no. Hurricane, OE, King Cobra, uh, Red Elephant. I drink a lot of OE, but really the one I drank the most was uh, Private Stock made by Heffernan. Private Stock's fine. Love Private Stock. All right, here we go ne- to the next one. Thank you, Josh, for that question. Oh, Josh Nason. You know that guy? He says I wiggle the mic too much. How am I doing so far this time? Uh, I won't be able to hear it until afterwards. All right, shout out to Josh there of the Observer of the Meltzer rag. Uh, have you watched the show Hannibal? No. Least favorite comedians? That's a good question. Um, Paula Poundstone? <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's like most women I've listened to. That's not true exclusively. You misogynist comedian. You know me. I, I have a very, I have, I have a small pal. I'm a big. I was a big Chris Rock guy. I was a massive Dennis Larry guy. But I know you say you stole everyone. You stole everything from Bill Hicks. But no cure for cancer still stands up to this day. Okay? Uh, well, yeah, because a lot of the bits are from Bill Hicks. Yeah, so that's why it probably stands up pretty well. Um, okay, so comedians I like. In fairness, I like I liked old Sarah Silverman. Nikki Glasser's pretty old good. Old Sarah Silverman was great. Yeah. Janine Garofalo was, was good, too. Early me. early Janine Garofalo yes, was yes. very good. Uh, in all seriousness, comedians I don't like. Anyone that does, like, the old black people do this, white people do yeah. this bit, you know. Um, do you remember Last Comic Standing? Yes. Do you remember Dat Fan? Where his whole bit was just talking like his Asian grandmother. No, but that's basically funny. like what Michelle Waterson does in every interview. Every Are you da- no, no. Are you down with the original Kings of Comedy? Oh, Bernie Mac. Steve Harvey. Rest in peace, all. Bernie Mac. And then I Mr. remember three thousand. Cedric the Entertainer was yeah. like I, the guy was like, "Call me chocolate." Nah, dog. Nah, we're not doing that. Um, Luke Thomas, many black friends. Many black friends. Many. I guarantee you, I've got 
exponentially more friends of a minority origin origin than you. I grew up in a town that was at least half Portuguese, so I I very much you know I've Portuguese can be white by the way. I'm not saying they're black. I'm saying I had a little bit of culture in my. See, I'm from Connecticut, so people think Greenwich. No, I'm from an armpit. My mom was from another part of the world. My wife is from another part of the world. Virtually all of my friends are from another part of the Luke, world. Look, my town would kick your ass. I'm from a factory town, brother. Your, you know what your that town. Means, okay? You know how many inner city brothers I would get to dunk <laughs> on your town? Naugatuck, Connecticut. You couldn't last a day on our streets. Okay? Yeah, but the inner city brothers, fucking DC. You know, DC assault. DC, DC assault. Will fuck yeah. y'all up. All right, all right uh, Luke. What's your favorite theater in DC? If you partake, that Ford, is Ford. Ford Theater. Ford right? National Warner. Uh, I Samuel would say Samuel Mudd got a raw deal. I would say Kennedy Center. I've been to a few times. Uh, uh, now, when you what, are these music music venues? Are they plays? I took my when wife you... to two ballets, and I, t- I saw. But you'll like this: <laughs> the things we do for love, Luke. Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I liked one of them. One of them I didn't like. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you that, me love. Yeah. But I saw the uh, South Park uh, musical there, Book of Mormon. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, Asadibo e wait Asadigo Ebo way Hamilton baby. Yeah, hey, fuck Hamilton. <laughs> Why do you hate black people so much? I don't. I don't like – dude, how are you going to watch this guy, Juan – was his name? Juan Lin-Manuel Miranda, whatever it is. He's like going to be Alexander Hamilton, and you're not going to be like, this doesn't make any sense Luke, at all. the performance, the writing, spectacular. Yeah, if you're five. Um, you see, you haven't even watched it. It's like you with IPAs. You I'll know? watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, but the I've, I've, I actually don't think I've seen any shows in Ford Theater. Um Look, I'm Rogan get... performed at the Warner Theater when he came to town. Rogan's a very good comic. Yeah, you know what I've noticed? You go from like open mic to like comedy clubs. When you start doing the theater tour, the only thing left is what what, what Rock was doing, which was stadium tours. Like, you right. know, Chris Rock. Yeah, or the, or Dwayne Johnson. Which one? Which one? Fucking whoever can sell out the Verizon Center or whatever it is. That's the only step left. Do you remember Dice Clay was selling out MS? Dice Dude, Clay. Dice Clay was on top of the world Dude, when I was. People don't understand this. Dice Clay. Sold out MSG. Sold out MSG. I have that. I have that VHS tape still to this Ready? day. I have that. Ready? In back to back nights. When was the last? And, and by the way, I saw Chris Rock at the theater at MSG, not MSG. Do you have understand? You, he sold it out two nights in a row. Have you ever seen the Dice Man Cometh? The the classic VHS tape. Yes. That is the, that's my favorite. Well, no care for cancer up there, but that might be my favorite. I mean, look, it's politically incorrect. Obviously, now it's you can't ridiculous. watch it at all. Yes, but it's it's obscenely great. Okay. Uh, also, when he does the nursery rhymes and the white dudes in the back are like balls across the nose, brother. Like, I mean, it's just great. Or right? how about Eddie Murphy, Delirious? Uh, it still holds up. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. Well, no, it's the dated. Anti- yeah, the jokes are dated. The anti-gay the... stuff, not so yes, great. Yes. But everything Luke else has a lot good. of gay friends, though. Which got is... so many gay friends. I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> God, you got to edit that out, too. Wow. No, we don't. I'm just teasing. Uh, did you know that Michael K. Williams, a.k.a. Omar from The Wire, and Sean Price are cousins? I did not. That's cool. I did not, but Omar's coming, right? Omar coming. Luke, too, over here. <laughs> All right, someone says, okay, Luke, I've heard your Star Wars opinions, and for the most part, I agree. Hey, can I make a Star Wars opinion right here? He's at, hold on, he's asking for it. I would like to hear Brian's, Thank namely, you. the newer Disney-owned films. Is Brian a mouth breather who liked Rise of Skywalker? The stars of the films have recently stated in interviews what everyone knew already, that these movies weren't planned at all and that they didn't know what they were doing. Side note, enjoyed episode one. That's Max. That's Max B. who was reaching out to us. What do you think? I like them more in the theater. So this is 7, 8, and 9 we're talking about, right? Yeah, the last two ones. I like them more in the theater than I did on subsequent replays. 
But I do think they are insanely better than episodes one, two, two and three, which we we our age have a lot of problems with. Right, my kids love them. They're, they're my kids, still my kids' favorite Star Wars movies, but they suck. Oh. Um, they did play to the nostalgic card to try to win us back, and I'm not going to tell you. Look, there are very few times I almost touched you there that I went to a theater and had like, can you focus on me? Can I yeah, have just your get attention? the next question ready? I'm listening. That that I've had a moment in a theater, right? Karate Kid, the first one when I was five, I stood up and clapped at the, the end best when the crane around. came. I had a moment for episode seven. Went with cousin Mike Campbell. Shout out to cousin Mike of NASCAR fame, and I I laughed, cried. Cheered, stood, celebrated, was really drunk. I had a night at the at the theater. All right, it played to what I needed and was missing in my life. Can you answer the question? I think Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. <sighs> I've watched it eight, eight thousand times. I'm on, so on, conflicted on, on that. I'm so conflicted. It's a war movie. Can I tell you why I'm it's conflicted? So freaking good. The can I tell you why I'm conflicted? Please, this is your. Sh- you have a producer credit. Go ahead. I do have a producer credit. I'm the one fucking cutting this shit up. I gotta send it to him. I'm just a talent, Luke. Okay. I agree with you that when I watch it, I get more enjoyment out of Jane Urso and her search for her father. And Jen, it's, it's Jen. Jen, Jen Urso. Jen, me, Jen Urso. J-Y-N. Jen. I w- I'd bang Jen Urso. You? you would bang this fucking bottle of... <laughs> I'm a married man. That's not true, High bro. life. But here's my point. I agree with it. Do you know what Red Letter Media is? It's a YouTube channel. You would love it. It's a bunch of sarcastic I've white guys. It. It's a bunch of sarcastic white guys, and they understand film, and they make commentary about it. They have said that they Rogue One is nothing but fan service, which is to no, say, no, no, no. Well, let me finish. Let me, let me tell you, let me service, t- that, Yes, that too, that too. But that Rogue One takes the cake. Do you agree with that characterization? Okay, there's fan servation at the end. The way that they were like able the whole, to, uh, to meld. Thing. Look, the here, final second like, of like, Rogue One. The, the final the, second the, the of Darth, Rogue One. The Darth Vader scene. Did you need it other than to service the fan? It was cool as fuck. Bro, I had I, my pants around my ankles. I marked the fuck out. So did the I. The final so seconds of Rogue One where it began. It touched base with the first few seconds of episode four, which you have to understand. Don't We're in a hotel. In 1983 on VHS in my grandparents' basement, I would watch episode four like four times a day when my grandparents would babysit for me. Like this is ingrained in the front page of my skull. And Rogue One was the back end. They got me from behind. I didn't think I was into it, and yet they got me from behind, and they reached around, and they connected it. Okay, Luke? Dude, we're 40 and doing fucking gay jokes. We need psychological counseling. Rogue One worked because it was gritty. It was a war movie. It was serious. The characters were unique and great, and even though people have issues with certain – People said the character development in that movie wasn't good. They're wrong. Well, the guy who uh, Diego Luna, who played uh, the guy who died with Jane Jen Urso on the beach, do you his, what was his name in the movie? Oh yeah, yeah, another guy. You're talking. He looks Hispanic. He, well, he is. He's Mexican, so that helps. Yeah, yes. Luke is married to a. His, his name is Diego Luna. He's a phenomenal actor. He plays the star essentially in Narcos uh, Mexico. Uh, I still haven't watched that, but I want to. But he di- he dies in one movie. It's like they're not all that memorable. But I thought I thought. Um, Bor Guller, the guy who could read your mind, was interesting. Who the, was the, the Japanese uh, samurai? What was uh, his name, though? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know names. What, what about the guy who was um, uh, who who's the uh, uh, Jennerso's dad? That guy played the shit out of that okay, role. Too. What was the name of Forrest Whitaker's character? I don't know either. But he had like the breathing machine, like my dad's Saul Guerrero. Machine. Saul yes. Guerrero. That was great was. name too. Luke, the emotions on that final scene, dude, I cried, I had a stiff, I stood up, I pumped both the fist and the stiff. I mean, it was like the lock and the key, right? It was like uh, – All right, let's move along. No? Diamonds and I, pearls, you, you cream, get I, on top. I, I'm with me. you, but you got to watch that. you got to watch some stuff with me. All right, uh, what is BC's favorite trash wrestling T-shirt he owns? 
and proudly <laughs> I wears. A lot, I own a lot of trash wrestling t-shirts. It's a great question. My favorite trash wrestling t-shirt is probably the the male version of the Nia Jax WWE shirt, which says, not like most. Not the one that says not like most girls, but not like most is a pretty trash-ass T-shirt. I also have the um, Vaudevillains T-shirt, which says uh, quite manly on the front, which, you know, no one gets it. There are a couple times you get a guy in, like, the Stop and Chop deli who's slicing the meats, like, hey, bro, got it. All right, that's about it. Like, you don't own any wrestling T-shirts? I'd rather, I'd rather die of AIDS. Uh, okay. Very, very Rock Hudson of you. <laughs> I like to think more easy e. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about old three six mafia? Not first. Not 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 well versed. A buddy of mine was really big into them. So from what I heard, I liked. But I'd be lying if I said I knew a lot. What about Bone Thugs? Now that is where I got to tell you. You love them. Fucking a. You love I Busy love B, Thugs. right? Dude, East nineteen ninety nine is one of my favorite songs, maybe ever. And Cleveland MMA fighters routinely refuse to come out to Bone Thugs. And I know that I'm old, and this is a dated thing. Oh, my God, I meant to tell you. So I took my wife on a road trip, and we were on the way back. We were playing uh, Spotify, 90s hits, just shuffle. Okay? And your wife has a good feel of American culture in the 90s? So she came here in 2001. She knows some before that, but it's real. It's real. You know, a lot of things be like, oh, yeah, I totally knows. And then about things you would think she knows. She'd just would you live. give her a hall pass for Borishinia? Uh Do you have to be awful? <laughs> That's a good, that, was a good, that was a good interjection. You have to be well, awful. Well timed, too. Okay? She had never heard Crossroads. See you wow. at the Crossroads or you won't be lonely. I'm going to miss everybody. Yeah. Uh, and I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. That whole thing. I'm like, dude, that defined the summer of 95. Did it not? It did. It did. It was the summer of 95. That and Delamitri's Roll to Me, right? (laughs) Roll to Me. Uh, So Bone Thugs, yes, I'm a huge fan. If you could go back in time. I think about this all the time. If I could turn back I'm like, wow, I only had to be old and unattractive before my life turned out to be pretty good. Look, if we could go back to high school in the 90s knowing... What we know now, right? Remember Red Mosquito Pearl Jam? If I had known then what I know now, and the, it's really the confidence, right? If you had the confidence you have now as a successful, rich, infinity about to purchase male, and you could go back and focus entirely on getting laid? <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, Luke. I mean, I did focus entirely on getting laid. Right, just... but, but it was largely unsuccessful right. as, a, as a white male in the Valdosta, Old Marietta areas. Um Man, right? If you can get in that time, if you could Bill and Ted that Honestly, shit. I feel like there's a lot of ways high school probably could have gone better. And there's a couple things I'd change. But I don't regret my academic focus. I really don't. Oh, fuck you. No, I, I don't. It built in habits that carried me forward in life. You know what built in habits for me? Growing up in a factory town. And I say that legitimately. Shit. Here okay? we go. He's 1999. I can't say the word. Think about back in the day when they get was 89, little, can't say the word, on the grind. The serve down on the clear 9-9. Nine, nine. When they were like this, when they had, you remember the dudes like Coolio used to button the top button? Oh, yeah. I was like, those are the, the, cool, the, the cool guys. The cool guys do that, yeah. That's an N-word. Yeah, we can't say that. We can't say that. We can't say that. True. He'll turn out a little bit. Uh, 
Uh, hey, can we get back to the... There's uh, too many N-words. I can't even yeah, go can along. can you turn that off and we get Hold back on. to the fan questions? Because that's why we're here, we go, here to, we go. to service our people. There's so many N-words. Hold on. There's a, there's a line in the song I really love. Hot list. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Bitch, trick, N-words. Can't say it again. Here we go. Consider me heartless. So, yes, flesh be running a whole check. Better check your Rolex. Your time now for giving up respect. Oh, my God. That is one of my favorites. That is a, that's a 90s banger. <laughs> I would have if I could have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, dad jokes. Here we go. Uh, I want to hear from the people. Okay. Let's do rapid fire. Here we go. From, uh, from Melon Man. I said his last name. From right? Melon Man. Uh, What's your stance on gun control? That's a fair question. Look, what do you, what do you stand? Because you are an ex-marine. I'm going to guess. No such thing as an ex-marine. You, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to guess that you. <laughs> it came out both ends, <laughs> yeah, and time. it smelled it <laughs> smelled like a Connecticut factory uh, town. I'm going to guess that you own a firearm, Luke. Uh, my wife has been very adamant that I not, so I do not. Um, are you looking to disarm the world, Luke? I don't think, well, the world, I don't know. It's just not possible in America anymore. There's there's a gun for every man, woman, and child in the United States floating in, in circulation. I think gun buyback is simply not not. I'm not possible. against, but I'm not for personally. I don't, you I don't do this bullshit like, I'm not going to upset this group, and it's I'm not, not going to upset that Luke. group. It's about take I a live, fucking stand. It's about I live my life on a certain code. I take many stands. No, you okay? don't. You take stands on shit that is consequence Look, you free. take a stand to wipe your ass, first of all, okay? Yeah. You, you know, know what? Because I don't like mine to be. Absolute dirt hole, Because I don't like to be ugly. You walk around like, ooh. I got a long arm, okay? I can get under there, all right? I got about 42 years of this, okay? No, you. what you walk around is with an itchy ass, and you're just used to it. All right, next one. In their primes, I don't give a fuck. Read the question. The no, it's about, it's, about, it's about some fight question. We're not doing that. I'm so angry. Oh, here's one. How'd you end up not getting deployed? That's actually... We had a good uh, talk about that the other night while heavily intoxicated. The basic answer is this. I was with an artillery unit in Richmond, Virginia, but I had moved to New York City. The people in charge of the uh, unit wanted me to transfer to uh, a, a Brooklyn um, uh, unit, and I had fought it because I was like, well, if I'm going to go to war, I'd like to go to war with the people that I know. I've been with them for all my life. At that point, it had been four or five years. And so they, they were going to send me. They were going to ship me out, and then they had a rotation into a new CEO, a CO, and the new CO loved me. And he was like, you're not going anywhere. So Look, I'll interject to tell your story better than you can. When 9-11 happened, which was a seminal turning point moment in a lot of our lives, um, all of our lives, to be honest, you had a legitimate fear you would get the call. Yeah, well, they told us to get your, you know, I mean, get your power of attorney done, your will. Because you were a Marine Reserve at the time? Yeah, but they were activating tons of reservists. And the reason why we didn't end up going was because we did Marine Corps artillery. Those are the guys who fired the big cannons. And if you think about it, why wouldn't you go? Well, one, the Army has them, so it was redundant for the Marine Corps to have them. But two, they didn't really need that many of them for the Iraq fighting. They needed some, but not many. So what they ended up doing was just converting uh, a lot of Marine Corps artillery units into grunt companies or infantry companies. In fact, to that point, I got out, and then a month later, they converted Hotel Battery 314, which is who I was with, 4th Mardiv, into a rifle company. And they made them do prisoner transport in Fallujah. And all the guys I know who went were like, we got shot at every fucking day. Every day. Every day. 
we knew when the convoy fucking when you flip the key not there's no keys but the flip the switch on the humvee you knew you were going to get lit up that was just how it was going to be uh and they did all that shit they did all that shit for a year if you can believe it and then a bunch of them got out all disillusioned so damn luke okay Damn. All right, let's get to lighter shit. Thank you, though, Luke, for your service. Yeah, whatever you consist of it. Damn. Uh, Wish I was your lover. Here we go, BC. Help this young man. Yeah, from Austin M. Austin M says, I'm going to turn 25 next week, and I find myself running in circles. Not sure what the hell I want to do with my life. Freeze your sperm. Tossed up many ideas just to have yet to have to pull the trigger. What were you guys doing yes. at 25? Yes. Five? 25, that's actually a very that's good a question. Very quick, you know, the quarter-life crisis can be a real thing. Um, at 25, Luke, I made the transition. So here's the deal. I was a commuter student in college first couple of years with a, with a goal of eventually transferring to UConn and living sort of the life that every suburban white Connecticut kid did. Um, my parents chose not to pay for me to go to college. They made the decision that sort of you're going to earn your own way type of deal. So that really wasn't a, a, a possibility. I ended up doing the... Two-year degree, juggling three jobs, ended up dropping out of college, but yet had a job in my career as a local journalist. And um, Luke, 25, I sort of hit a wall, right? Because I didn't go away to college age 21 to 25, I kind of lived college as a young 20-something in like a crappy apartment in my hometown. You know what I'm saying? Partying every night, right? 25 was that turning point year where I said, I'm either going to die or I'm going to get my life together. Sort of found God, found a purpose. In Get life. poor or die trying. Turned it around and began. And you know what I did? I had been in the uh, local sports writing business from really since I was like 16 all the way through 25. I got out of the business for a couple of years. I actually worked in a factory in my hometown and rediscovered a work ethic, Luke, and rebuilt myself. Two years later, I got a job at ESPN, and here we are today. You are in love with your own story. It's Have you great, noticed that? It's a great story, Luke. Yeah, I know. You are in There's love with it. There's an underdog element to it, right? They gave up on me. I gave up on myself. Mostly like a bit of a luck box element to it, but there's some of those. Black box, actually. A lot of black friends, okay? <laughs> so, so many black friends. Between us, there's like no black friends. So at 25. We're trying to parse like the few in our orbit. At 25, I had a crappy apartment in the hometown. Was uh, like, you know what? I got to turn this thing around and stop it. Look, look, I lived the rock star life from about age. You've never lived the rock star life. To a day in your life. It was it was pretty rock star, Luke. It was pretty rock star. Did right? you fly on a private jet anytime? I'm not talking about uh you know that. I'm not talking about uh white planes. I'm talking about other things, you know what I'm saying? Other white things. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I lived a pretty aggressive life, okay? All right. Was, so at 25 for me, I had left New York City to move to DC. I'd actually I never told you this. I got a job on a fucking super low signal AM radio station, but it was run by Fox News. Fox News hired me. To do a political show on weekends. You were the host. Uh, I, there was two hosts. At 25, you were a political... I did not know this. You yes. were a political radio mm-hmm. overnight host. Yes. No, it was not overnight. It Weekend. was uh, it was uh, middle of the afternoon. And were you the right-wing guy? I was the libertarian. I used to be much more right-wing than I am now. Because uh, as military, people assume that you're a right-winger. Of course. Well, most, of, most, most, of the, most of them are. And then they then they assume you're extreme left-wing because yeah, well, because Fauci no, because No, because they're extremely right-wing, not because I am. In any event, um, so I did that. That show got canceled. The whole station flipped formats, and I was kind of out on my own. I rediscovered myself at age 26 doing speech writing in D.C., which is a pretty lucrative Whoa. career. You For who? All kinds of clients. Tell me someone you wrote a speech for. You allowed under the HIPAA laws? No, I can't, actually. I'll, I'll tell right. you off the air. I, I, All right, I, tell me the title. Like here, you want to see, you wanna see no, some no, names? No, 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 I don't. I don't, because I, I won't know who they are. I won't know who they are. All right? Oh, you will. Gen- no, can you give me a general title? Like a, a ish, uh, uh, 
All right, here we go. This is, you know, let's see. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's a really large name. Okay. Are you serious? Yeah. And did they read your speech? Yes. Did they vet it first and edit it? Though the company vets it, but yes. Wow. So, yeah, Luke, 25, I got out of the rock star life and tried to get serious. At 25, you're actually doing legitimate things. You're writing by 20, government by, speeches. By, by 26, they were private clients. But by 26, I had discovered – well, I had done – I had um, I had, a, I had understood and followed MMA early on in my life. Yeah, you rolled a few times. And I got away from it. Uh, but I got back into it in the Marine Corps. And then I started training in – The only uh, rolling I did was at Raves. I believe it. You know, I've never done uh, ecstasy. Oh, God. Never. Yeah. Um, but then by 25, I began to get invested in it, and then my hobbies got going again, and then it all just took off. But here's the thing. Before like I discovered MMA, I was like, I don't know that I'm very good at anything. Like, I don't know that I'm good at I'll anything. agree with you on that. And then I eventually found this, and I was like, you know what? There's always something for somebody. You just got to find it. It's weird. I hit a lot of walls before my career really took off, Luke, where it was similar, where I said, you know what? My friend down the road, he's been playing guitar since he was eight. This other guy, he went to a great college and knew he was going to be a businessman from the beginning. This other guy knew he was going to take over his dad's business since he was 12. I'm like, what the hell did I do with my life? But you know what I actually did, Luke? I spent my whole life watching sports, memorizing stats, being an absolute weirdo, right? Look where it's got me today. Jackson writes, I started as a Luke Thomas hater. Most of you do. No then became a hardcore Luke fan. Now I'm a BC stan. Wow. Yeah. Jackson E. chiming in here. All right, I used brother. to scream at people in very angry bands and have a personality very similar to BC. It always surprises people. What do you have a passion for that makes people go, really? You? What do you think? That's a fair question. Um, you saw my car. I've got a passion for bright orange Subarus, right? We got into the car, and I couldn't believe this. I, I was so shocked. In the back seat, Melissa Etheridge and Ani DeFranco were Stop. scissoring. Stop. I, I, was, I couldn't. I was like, how did this happen? So, the car's name is Lilith. Is that a problem? Um, you, know what I, you know what I did? Closer I am to find. That's a fair question. Um, I'm a big Dashboard Confessional Closet fan, so there's that answer right there. Who is um, that? That's an emo band. But um, here's the deal, Luke. I've gotten into vinyl. Have I told you this in the past uh, three months? I think you mentioned something. What is I have it? A, Tell me I, more. Um, so I bought an 80s uh, you know, record player from some guy on Facebook Marketplace, some old guy down the street from me. And I bought, you know, I bought eight or nine records off eBay or new ones in the store. And then I found this on Facebook Marketplace. This lady was selling a couple hundred records for like 70 bucks, Luke, okay? You, you know, you're cutting me off. You don't care about me, you know? It, it's in the background. Don't worry. Okay. Luke, I now own hundreds of records, and I spend all my free time with the expensive podcast headphones on in my office in the basement, living out the 70s. Luke, you know what I avoided, like, the plague my whole life? You know what I did? Man, well, man sauce. Women? Women first, Getting laid? Um, 70s prog rock. And I don't, I don't mean extreme prog rock like Rush and Yes. I just mean prog rock in general. Because of this... Um, because of beer, because of this new record player and these extreme headphones that are expensive, you know, good podcast headphones. You can hear, you can hear Jimmy in there. I mean, you can hear some shit. Look, I'm getting into prog rock, and I'm a little nervous. Okay, so my turn. You, you into that at all? No, my turn. Um, I do like ballet a little, a little, you, a little really? bit, a little, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. That is, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard it's you pretty, admit. To. Pretty fucking lame. If you said opera, I'd think you're pretty lame, but ballet. No, opera, no, I can't get into opera. You you like the the movements? The is this male or female ballet? 
more so female, but there when the tandems work too. Does your wife love it? Is that why? Nope, she likes it just about as much as I do. Just just okay. Then you're a freaking weirdo, Luke. Yeah. I'd I'd bang Prime McLaughlin. You closer to fine is really what I'm thinking about right now. (laughs) Um, The other one, prog rock at all, bro? No, the other one is. I'm embarrassed to say I have Genesis records and I listen to. I like Genesis. Phil Collins. I'm talking about like post. Even though I love Dude, Gabriel, it, 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 people, people are going to hate on us for this. I love Land of Confusion. This is a land of confusion and not much love to go around. Okay. I'm listening to uh, Emerson like in Palmer, which is a little bit out there. It's a little weird. Right? My other one is I've gotten – this is all very recent, but I've gotten into it, and I'm terrible at it. I, I, I don't, I'm not doing it to like, oh, I want to be good at this. I just want to have fun with it. Dude, I kind of like photography. That's fair. That's cool. That's cool, I, that's right? Cool. That's I'm not, very I'm not, cool. I don't have any goals that's very cool. other than to have fun. That's a good that's goal, right? Cool. That's a good goal. All right, I'm a, I'm a new audiophile. I like I like uh, I like splitting wood. I like I like chopping logs. Bro, do you remember the song Lisa Loeb? Oh yeah. Stay with the glasses. She, that that was back in the day. That was the nine song. Four, yeah, nine three maybe. I would have stayed for her, right? I mean, she has a librarian vibe. You see, going is that on. is that you? Playing that is the me flute? playing the playing the piccolo there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know your car did karaoke. My car is great. You know people judge me in my own neighborhood? You know what I always wish growing up, Luke? Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought about this? You know we had those cable boxes growing up, right? Like you're, yeah. you're you know, I always wish that when you're watching a movie or a TV show with like a hot chick, right? And you're like, man, I'd love to see that chick naked, right? You've been, you've had the moments, right? Of course. I always wish that there was like a credit card slot on your box that you could slip it in. It'd be like thirty nine ninety nine right now to see her topless. Would you have been down with that in the eighties? No, I'm not paying that kind of money. Um, people asking tip to tip questions. I'm gonna skip those. Let's hear from a girl. That's Jessica, right? Oh, here we go from a girl. Jessica goes, what goes down in your DMs? You see? All right. I love Have You Seen This Shit. You hate it. A lot of people love it. I okay? love I love what it brings to the show. Okay. I do. It's, it's become a phenomenon. Shout out to, to many people like um, Not the Swan. That mother effer drops like 50 videos a day in my folder. Um, what The problem is, Luke... All right, tip to tip was a funny joke, right? Right. It was a funny joke. It was like a one-time funny joke. And now people like, are just sending you hardcore. Like, look at porn. those hardcore Slovakian kickboxers. Look, they're so jacked up. Like, remember when McGregor had that phoner in his pants for the Floyd way? Look, look how cute my daughter okay, is. Okay, this is not the time for your daughter. I'm talking about dicks. Yeah, all right, fair enough. It's remember when when McGregor had that phoner, that fight boner in his thing? Yes. Okay, both of those guys, those legends, had the fight boner. I made one joke about it, right? With the poster, remember? Yes. I get a lot of really gross dick things in my DMs, okay? I block people left and right. So that's my DMs. What do yours look like? Hate? Because people hate you, Luke. No, they don't. They oversell how much they hate. They they, they love to disagree. They don't have hate is a strong word. Uh, I get a little bit of that. Not really. I get I get some of the uh, you know, but it's always from like user eight five zoo two three 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 nine. You know, who cares about that? I get a lot of love, which is probably why I don't have a lot of Twitter followers, because according to you, you can only get famous by people hating you. No, that's not quite true. You just don't engage the medium with your full full personality. You have a very limited connection to social media. Okay. Mm. Social media to me is here. Here's my work. See it. Right. Which is why you have limited viewers. 
Oh, okay, because okay, no, but you're right. Because I purposely think sometimes I'll have a really good take or a smart. You take have tons or an of good, dude. You have tons of good takes. And I go, am I going to tweet that, or am I going to save that for the next show? Right. You tweet it, and then I refine it over time. My Twitter is my rough draft of everything. That's right. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I'm not in this game to try to get followers. Closer, I like I... making friends in this game. Right. It would be nice if I had someone else who could do the heavy lifting on the viewership. You know what I'm saying? You know what, Luke? Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's only one boss I listen to, Luke, and his name is Springsteen. All right. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any Springsteen albums? You have nothing? I'd, I'd rather die than listen to Springsteen. Like, I wasn't a day one-ish Springsteen guy, but you're, you're really going to just – is nothing for you? No. He has nothing for you. Oh, he's got one. Hold on. He's got one. Song or album? Song. He's got a lot of songs. He's got a lot of song you dongs that you'd get into, okay? He's got a lot of song you dongs. Hang on. Does he spell Springsteen all fucked up like? No, he smells like a man, bro. He's from Asbury Park, okay? Great. The best Springsteen album, most people will say Born to Run or the nerds will say Nebraska. It's actually The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. Because Here, look, this one. It's a bunch of white guys that almost did funk and R&B. This song gets busy. Radio Nowhere. Uh, this song gets busy. Right. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. That's like old Bruce, though, right? Yeah, this, this, this to me is killer. What if we got Bruce on the podcast? Would you no-sell it and not be No, he's super famous. He must have amazing things to say. I just don't necessarily appreciate his art personally. I'm not I'm not insane. But you like ballet, though. You're a big ballet guy. I don't, not, I'm not a big ballet guy. I'm a little ballet, ballet guy. Hey, how, how hot was Gina Gershon in Showgirls? Let's be honest. 10 out of 10. People talk about the uh, the famous Gina Carano lip biting thing. I'm like, Gershon had that a long before and much better. Bro, remember that time in Morning Combat when you no-sold um, Carano's bare chest? I've never been into her at all. You're a motherfucker. I mean, you're just a... She's never been my type at all. No, she's the, she's the GOAT. She's the GOAT, all right? Who? Carano? Yeah. Who, All Lives Matter Carano? Luke, your life matters to me, all right? Yeah, yeah especially to her because I'm white. This song is good. I like this song. He always looks like he's trying to take a dump. He probably is. He probably wears diapers. He's yeah, got he's that great. Charles Bronson look. He's a real man, Luke, okay? Hey, something. So here's the deal. He's a factory vibing type guy like me. Yeah, exactly. That's we why, represent that's why the working class, Luke, okay? Yeah, Unlike well, I, you. You represent the highfalutin, angry, political, speech-writing bastards from D.C. How okay? many of those are there? <laughs> here's the – you know, this is true. Please let me say this for because yes, this, this is a real moment of, um, of candor I'm going to share with you. I don't – I've never – I always say this about MMA because it's the world that I live in. But in the speech-writing world, I didn't fit in. When I was in the Marines, I fit in a little bit, but obviously I sat on the outside. In MMA, I fit in a little bit. There's a lot of me that doesn't. When I was in the political world, even if they was politically aligned, you know, these are guys that thought like going to the baseball game was a man's thing, and I'm it like, is. you're a no, you're a pussy. Did like, you fit in at MMA fighting? No, no, no. In, 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 no less distinctly than I fit in at any other part of MMA. My only point is, there's never been a world that was like perfectly catered to me. What was your social class in high school? And I mean this. Like, within the high school... Nerds. It's, it's fake, but within the high school power structure. Because I was upper middle class, meaning I wasn't in the elite football party drug group. No, but I was, was I. I was in the, the jock prep group right below that. No, I wasn't in that one either. I was in the... Uh, 
Um, or who are the guys we can reliably cheat off of, guy? That's what so I was. you're a nerd. I was a mathlete in high school, yeah. But now, so are you overcompensating with the abortion medal and the beard and the Marines? No, because it was always kind of, it was always kind of part of, no, that's what I'm telling you. It was always kind of part of who I was. It's just that I wanted to focus on that part. I wanted to focus on academics in high school. Are you the most badass member of your core family? Oh, I, oh, and my friends? No, I your could, family, your brother, sister's dad, mom, like, are you the most like sort of badass black sheep of them? Yes. Okay, by far, by far. All right, uh, all right. Let's move along. I like the f- the fan questions here. Oh, here we go. Most visited porn That's category. Jessica. Yeah, from Jessica. Jessica Most R. visited porn category. What do you think? That's, I mean, that's very personal. I don't, know, I don't know if I like that from Jessica. Right? You don't even want to know the depravity that I would tell you right now. Uh, let's see. That's inappropriate, Jessica. You're better than that, all right? I like this um, white balance that I'm shooting on because you look like a pie faced. Red, just absolutely. Yeah, why did zero. people think I was all high as balls on the last show? I, don't know. I wish I was. It wasn't. It wasn't, bro. This guy wants to know about renting versus buying. Yeah, no, no. Come on. This guy took the time to send Hold it on. in. We don't have why time do to you get... hate him? Because he's white? Because there's so many. We don't have time okay. to get to. Uh, let's see. Yeah, what's the status? No, no. Miguel has a great Miguel M. What's the status of your Joe Rogan experience? So okay. I told him I would hit him up on Monday. Hit him up like Tupac or <laughs> Hit him up for like, hey, let's book this. So I'll probably have a booking my, by the end of next week. In I hope. Texas. In Texas. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. Will you drop the words morning combat on that show? Yeah, of course. Elon, I'd smoke weed with Elon Musk. I would not. Why? Fuck him. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark says, Bofiti. Jessica Rose Clark is the hottest UFC fighter. Tell right, BC let's, let's he can retire his Joanna crush. So I realized something over the weekend. Mm-hmm. JRC is kind of sneaky, and I hadn't realized this before. I can't weigh in on this debate because I'm not a absolute heathen. You know who's very underrated? Veronica Macedo. Dan That's Hardy's Dan Hardy's girlfriend. girlfriend, yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I am a Yoana guy. I'm a Rose guy, by the way. We should wrap this up soon. This We're going to get fired. Uh, okay. Did it. Any stories from back in the day when you were a bouncer? Yeah, yeah. This, is good, this is good content. This is good content, Luke. Okay, Can it you is. give us one? Not the best one, but give us one, okay? Not the best one. No, oh, no, no. God. I had to, a guy. I didn't do it, but a guy pulled a knife on me. And then. Uh, wow. And then. What was the name of the establishment? That you I'm were? not going to say that. It was, it's a. Pres- no, why? Luke, what are you you're trying to protect people's last names? You're trying to protect defunct bars? Uh, no, they're not defunct. That's the problem. They're quite established. The Chop House in D.C.? Where Let's we call going? it the Chop House in D.C., yes. And uh, this dude pulled a knife on me. We had kicked we had kicked him out earlier in the night. He pulled a knife on me. What'd you do? Uh, I sat there, put my hands like this, like waiting to see what he was going to do. And then here's a problem. I, I we had a, we knew he was going to come back, and he did. And there was another guy who was working security. He was working the different door, but saw it and pulled a, these chairs. And they're like the chairs didn't bend at all. They were just 100 percent steel. And he came around the corner, and this dude was hammered. Not the guy working, but the dude who pulled the knife. And he was doing one of these numbers. Like, he was not, you know, this was not West Side Story or some shit. And he wrapped that fucking chair around that dude's head. Damn, WWE I mean, stuff? Yeah. I mean, he and it was he sliced him wide open. Have you blood, ever been and knocked out everywhere. by a punch, Luke? Yes. In what situation? Street and in the gym. Damn. I got mugged once in, in Lawton, Oklahoma. I got viciously KO'd and then robbed. No, well, what's, what was the what was the setup there? What was the deal? What were you in? These, uh, my my brother and I were visiting my grandmother. God oh, rest her shit. soul. And we were playing in a local park and we got robbed. So that was great. And you, how old were you? 
Jesus. Uh, like 15 or 25? Not even. What? Not even. Uh, 12, maybe. And you got knocked out? Yeah, we got viciously attacked by mm-hmm. a whole group of Did guys. your brother save you? He tried. He tried. Uh, he also got whooped. Were, was that because you were white? Were there Native Americans that took you out? What happened? <laughs> there were. We, we couldn't quite tell. Yeah. You, not like you had a wallet on you with credit cards. You're yeah, I, know, I know. It's like if you're going to rob somebody, wouldn't you want to rob somebody with money? You know, it's kind of weird, but whatever. Okay. I've been I've been flash knocked out in boxing sparring, but that's about it, Liv. Okay. Lucky you. All right. Question for the gay pod, this person writes. This this is Jordan S., right? Mm-hmm. A big, big, uh, yeah. It's a question about fights, which we're not going to answer. No, I like him. Go ahead. What do you, what do you got? Tell Brian to park the mic on his chin and keep it there. Jesus <laughs> F. Christ. His levels are horrendous. Wow. First of all, we can leave uh, Jesus out of here, all right? The Josh Nason already hit us up with that, okay? I've done a better job tonight, Luke. Even though okay, I here we go. Here we go. We're going to end on this one. From, no, there's a lot of people that There's have so to... many we don't have time, and I'm tired. Here we go. You're angry. We have to do this for two more nights. Luke, you're an angry person. Here we go. You're on death row, okay? Yeah. Brian gets drunk and sneaks into your room and went tip to tip with you while you were asleep, and you accidentally hit him with a wine bottle and killed him, okay? That's why I'm on death row. And your number is finally up, but the prison guards offer you below. How do you respond? Number one. Yeah, for one, you a blow? One last phone call. Who do you call? I'll call my wife. One last MMA boxing fight to watch. What ooh, do you watch? Ooh, what, do you, uh, what do you watch? Let's stick to MMA. What do you watch for MMA? What would be the one if they're like, you have one chance on UFC Fight Pass. What are you watching? Probably Condit Lawler. Really? Over Rory Lawler too? Yes. Why? Because it was a little bit more of a, it was a little bit more dog in that one. For longer, I mean that was a fight that changed them forever. God, um, they were savage that night. It was some unbelievable in boxing. Maybe something with like Pernell Whitaker. No, you'd watch Scotty Ward one. Okay, Scotty yeah. Ward, which by the way took place here in Mohegan Sun. Yeah, Scotty Ward one is an institution. No, was that Foxwood? No, was that Mohegan? They said it was Mohegan Sun. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, first, uh, okay, your last meal. What do you eat? I've often thought about this. What is yeah. your last meal? I'd go lasagna because it is my favorite meal. I think of all so? Time. Yeah. Unless they offered my mom's specific Thanksgiving meal with the meat pie and all that, I'd go there. But if not, lasagna. I have struggled with this one. I, I can't Did decide. Did your mom have like a go-to meal that like is like your comfort? You know, yeah, your... but my mom's been dead for almost 20 She's years. She's a great woman. What did she make, though? Doha pizza? <laughs> no, that's, that's not disrespectful. It's not. It's a blatantly <laughs> racist. You can eat pizza in that part of the world. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone knows Doha pizza. That's the <laughs> shit right there. She was not even Qatari. Um, oh, she was uh, Armenian. Armenian, yes. Okay. Shout out to uh, Vanis Martirosian. He is Armenian. Shout out to Armin uh, Tavertian. He is Armenian. Shout out to the other guy who lost. What's that guy's name? Carl Parisian. No, no, the young guy that Ronda manages. Oh, uh, the the donk, yes. Yeah. Um, by the way, Caro, I've done some deep dives on the on the fight pass with Caro. He's got some fun as balls He's got fights. Great, because he came up in an era when MMA was still partially unregulated. So the, er, the early fights where his judo shit worked was great. Yeah, hold on. And last then meal. like the Diaz fights and shit. Hold on, last meal, last meal. You know what? I don't have a good answer. I'm going to say one of my favorite combos, and you may not be this way, but let me say, where are you on chimichurri? The hell's chimichurri? Chimichangas? Where are you going? Jesus, with this? fuck, Lord. Is this Jesus like Armenian fuck pizza? What Lord. is this, Luke? You've never had chimichurri on steak? No. You've never been to an Argentinian steakhouse? No, Luke, Luke, you dabble in all things South America. You put all parts of your body. You put your mouth on this. You'll put, you know, 
Oh my god, dude! You are, dude. You've never lived life. You don't understand that, right? Dude, I'm from a factory town, bro. Okay, <laughs> which means I'm a hard worker. I can uh, take a lot of last punishment. song you'd listen to if you had a radio. My favorite song of all time is "Blue Sky" by the Allman Brothers. Dickie Betts is one of the most underrated guitarists of all time. He's probably like my second or third favorite, and that specific guitar solo is the most um, melodic. Uplifting, ridiculous. You know that song? Do you know that song by the offhand? Mm-mm. You're my blue sky. You're my sunny day. The good. Basically, it's a three and a half minute song with like a three minute guitar solo in the middle, and it's the lyrics are positive, uplifting. But this guitar solo is Luke. You know how there's dog whistles. Remember that scene in in, in Teen Wolf, right? There's dog whistles that only the dogs can hear. Mm-hmm. What, what, Sam, what are you playing, Sam Cook? What are you doing? Go ahead. There, there's a thing that. You know, jam band guitar sounds can make that only like hippies and stoners can hear deep in their soul. Okay, Blue Sky by the Allman Brothers. I'd spend five minutes with that. What would you do? You would go Sam Cook, bring it on home to. Me. That's a great Sam Cook live at the Harlem Square yes. Club, nineteen sixty three. Now is bring that your way to, to let people know that you hate white people and you're woke, or is that is, a, that, is, that, is this a hate whitey song? It's a there's some soul in that though, bro. Okay? He kills this. Oh my god. What is your short list of favorite songs in this category in terms of, like, you know, you're going to die I don't know that one I'm, more time? Oh, die? Um, Thank Jesus. You by Led Zeppelin? I mean, that's that's a tear uh, And then he asked, last movie. Maybe I'll go out happy. I'll go out Tommy Boy. You? Last movie. Predator. That's, uh, God, thank Predator. You. Commando, please. That's, that's you know, Mark for Death by Seagal. Come on. Is that a pube or is that a beard hair? That is a gross pube on your yeah, laptop it's, screen. It's a, beard it's a long pube too. That's like a oh god. Let's see if we can find hey, one can woman to about, end this. Can we talk about positive things and good people? Remember yesterday's sure. show? We said Chuck Mindenhall, Brett Okamoto, salt of the damn earth, right? Yeah. John Anik is my favorite person in John Anik's combat a beast. sports media. He's a beast. He's a total beast. You understand? I came up with him. I remember when he was living in Boston and driving to Bristol, Connecticut to do part-time radio shifts, working in my newsroom, sitting next to me. This guy, I'm telling you folks, okay? People become pretentious. You can love different people. John Anik is among the greatest humans of all time. Okay, I mean that, all right? Chost, chubby host. He used to eat a lot of McDonald's, that guy. Okay, I know now he does cardio. Do you have a lot of history with that man? Uh, positive history, yes. I mean, I he love is- Anik. He has offered. He has tried to substitute me in to do some of his interviews because he knew I had the passion, but didn't have the confidence to step forward and try to become a talent. He's partly responsible just by getting in my ear and just being like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing sitting out on the sidelines? Get in there!" When Bernard Hopkins came in, do you understand that Bernard Hopkins is John Anik's favorite fighter of any combat sport by like a thousand? John Anik is the biggest Bernard Hopkins fan of all. Sorry, time. I'm listening to Sam Cook. Bernard Hopkins was coming in, and John Anik was scheduled to interview him. He said, hey, Donk Donkerson, why don't you do the interview for me? I'll talk to the boss. I was a nobody, Luke, okay? You're still a nobody. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. I like home. that you've evolved. You don't hold grudges anymore, Luke. You don't have enemies anymore, right? Well, I still hold grudges. I just don't live by them. All right, last one. Why don't we get Ariel on this show? What do you think? Nah, we can skip that shit. Uh, all right. What about Mike G? What does he got for us? No? George H? No? Theo Melli? No? Come on. This okay, here we, nice. here we go. Last one. We're going to end on this. Number one favorite movies in these genres. This is from uh, Joel. Joel. You're going to call Hoel? What is he? Joel. Okay. Action. 
Marked for Death by Steven Seagal. Although if you're you going to fucking no, no, amateur, no fuck you. If you're going to say um, Commando or Predator, you're fine. You're, you're fine. like Pup Patrol, fucking Dude, Disney. You, have you seen Marked for Death by Seagal? Yes, with the Screw Face Twins. Yes, it's and fucking ridiculous. It's great. That's a action. That's a better action movie than The Matrix. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. That's a better action movie than Passenger 57? Yes. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, look, this is an IPA no, thing. Not. This is where you haven't actually dabbled, but you have a hardcore, I have a beard, and I have Really? A you're going to ride or die I'm on a Steven Seagal movie? I'm an ex-speechwriter. in the ready? house. Ready? 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 It's better than The Raid? So you don't respect... It's better than The Night Comes for so Us? So you don't expect... You're out of your fucking you mind. Don't expect, you don't respect Seagal's prime. The six movies. I respect Seagal's... Six amazing movies. I respect Seagal's prime. His prime is a pimple on the ass you're, of The Raid. It's a pimple on the ass of the raid. You know who you are, Hen and Burrow. You had a good run. <laughs> You're washed, bro. All right? Uh, all right. Number one movie in drama. That's tougher. There's a lot to go with with that one. What do you mean by drama? Like a relationship movie? Because you know what's one of my two or three favorite movies ever, Luke? Have you ever seen... He actually separates drama and suspense. Have you seen 1995's Beautiful Girls? Yes. One of my two or three favorite movies ever yes. because it's a it's about a whole, like a small New England town where guys come back for their high school reunion and they're trying to figure out at age 27 who they are as a man. Matt Dillon in it, right? Some, you know, um, Timothy Hutton. Great flick. You like that. You like that shit. Yes. Okay, so action. I'm gonna go. Uh, what about drama. I gotta hear your. I'd go probably Predator, but any any of the, there's a bunch of different ones you can go there. Luke, uh, I could outlast you in the podcast game for years. You're always tired. You always want to. No, no. In you your think ear. that you, you can to... say more means you have interesting things Luke, to say. I'll go. I'll answer every single one of these questions. Drama. Okay? I'm gonna go with. Um, fuck, man, that's a tough one. Shil- uh, Shawshank. No, 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 no. Um, Sophie's Choice. I've never seen it. Oh my god. I've never seen it. All right. Do you know the premise? The uh, which one's that? That's the horror movie. No, well, it's horrible, but it's not a horror movie. It's the one where the Nazis make the lady say, "Which child would you like to lose and die?" Yes, it's yes. terrible. Suspense. Doesn't that have to tie into the uh, Tate LaBianca murders? No, Was suspense. Tate in that? No, it's got nothing to do with it. Suspense. Um. Well, Parasite was pretty damn amazing. That's pretty good. Well, my favorite movie of all time is 1917. Can we be honest about that? Show it to my kids. Yep. They love the shit out of it, okay? Yep. It's not as good as Letters from Iwo Jima, which I'm sure you've still not seen. Luke, 1917 is so damn good. Web did Stream. you see? Web Stream did, showed it to his wife, Christopher's crush. Did you see Letters no, from okay, Iwo Jima? No, okay. It is saved on my DVR. I'm supposed to see it. Okay. But I heard that it's not as good as you think it is. Uh, it's actually better than I think it is. How about that? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Is that the uh, flip side of Flags of Our Fathers? It is. Flags of Our Fathers sucked. It was not good. All right. All right. Horror. Um, Saw one. I stand. I stand wow. up to it. It's so well written, Luke. I know the the what about got like out of control. I've not seen it in a long time. But like, how much is like the original Halloween? The original Halloween is the best horror movie of all time. Is it? It is uh, because it was. You know why I always loved it. I want to say because it was as close to real. I love horror movies where you're like, that could happen. Now, look, I know Michael Myers got shot, dropped out of a second story window and still got up and walked away. You can argue if he's a supernatural psychopath, you know. But for the most part, that's a, a movie that could happen, right? I didn't get in as a kid to like Freddy and some of the, you know, bizarre, over-the-top nightmare sci-fi shit. Mm. Halloween is brilliantly made. I mean, it's 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 amazing. I'm gonna go with um, I'll probably go with that one. I don't I don't I don't watch too many horror movies, so I can't really have a strong opinion. Um, so I'll go original Halloween. Did you see um, 
There's a brawl in Cell Block 99. It's on Prime. Vince Vaughn's in it. Did you Terrible. See that? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking fun as shit, though. Yeah. There's some brutal deaths. It's a, it's a, it's a, what I call it is a very good B movie. Yes. Did you see Arkansas with Vince Vaughn, that drug movie on Uh Prime? That's worth your time. Okay, all right. And then lastly, comedy. Can I go first? Yeah, please, please do. Stripes, Bill Murray. Prime Bill Murray. Old school Stripes guy. As a kid, I watched the shit out of Stripes. Favorite line. They they, they sign up to go in there in time for the army. First of all, they they park in front of a fire hydrant. A guy comes out and is like, you can't park it. He's like, oh, no, we're not parking it. We're abandoning it. Then they go into the recruiter's office, and he's like, uh, are either of you two homosexuals? And he goes, no, we're not homosexuals, but we are willing to learn. <laughs> uh, the funniest movie of all time is Tommy Boy. Um, second would be Half-Baked. Um, as, uh, non-stoner. non-stoner. Okay, non-stoner 80s. It doesn't hold up. But Spies I feel like, like stoner us, comedy is slightly separate. No, stoner comedy is the best comedy. But um, Spies Like Us is so good. Spies Like Us is good. Do you know what I did last year? Dude, people, people don't understand. Like, Chevy Chase is washed, but in his day... He was the oh, man. Dude, I watched he was fl- the man. You know what I did? I, I got real high on a plane with some edibles from flying back from L.A. last year, and I watched a double bill. Fletch for the first one, mm-hmm. and then when they really synced in, I watched the first Harold and Kumar. That's a good-ass stoner I've flick. never seen that. That is a good-ass stoner I flick. I saw Harold and Kumar and the winter oh, – sorry, the Christmas one with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's – it's a, it's, watch, a, it's a it's a you know it's what you expect. I tried to watch the Pineapple Express on Edibles. I didn't make it through. Uh, me neither. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. All right. Um, what's on the docket for the next couple of days? Okay, so we record this on Wednesday night, right? Right now? Yeah. Yes, Wednesday. So night. here's the thing: Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. You want to check out the Showtime stream on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you can find it. Of the Charlo Brothers doubleheader weigh-in. You and I are going to host it. We right. did it on Wednesday. You can watch the replay of the press conference with our colleague Brian Custer and, and, and the fighters. We're going to be on CBS Sports HQ. I want to introduce that to people that don't know. It's actually like crazy that it's not more understood what a value proposition so, it is for fans. Look, if you want to make a comparison, remember the old school like ESPN news where there's like a news desk and there's highlights and there's analysis. There's 24 hours a day, and it's free. You don't need to stream anything. You don't need to pay anything. You can put it on your smartphone, on your laptop, on your Apple TV, wherever you want to put it. You can put yeah, you can put it in the – remember when Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, – and, uh, Finish your point. What was that movie, though? Finish your what point. What was the movie? I don't care. Finish your Cruel point. Cruel Intentions. Remember she was like, you know, right. Great. Finish your point. Um, you can put it anywhere is where is what she said. And um, – it's, we'll be on there this week, previewing the fight, previewing UFC, getting fired up as well. Also, we have a second, Luke. Oh, is it not focusing? There we go. Luke, it doesn't matter. Okay. We have a second live morning combat episode. True or false? Yes, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That, well, well, no, uh, no. Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday morning. And look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to fill in the blanks that we didn't do on Monday. We're going to preview you. We're going to okay. tell you who's going to win UFC 253, the big fight. We're not going to do that. But Why are you afraid to tell people who's going to win? I don't lie to people on purpose. Luke, remember on the MMA beat when I said Woodley's going to knock out Till? No. And I know he submitted him, but you know. And, no, I don't remember And you're that. like, wow, this motherfucker's bold as shit. No, I was telling you the truth and it happened, okay? I don't remember that at all. You, had, you, you might have had one good take on that show. I had, I had a few. I had, I had a good run on that show, all right? All right. Uh, let's hey, see. I, got, I got an MK franchise. Hey, out of you know, here's, here's what we didn't. It's true. We didn't, Look, you think I'm afraid of you getting mad at me? You think I'm afraid of that? This is where you go long just for the sake of going long. Do us a favor. Give the video a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button. If you like these shows and you want to see more of them, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We always need more subscribers trying to drive that number up. We need you to do that. All right. What's your other favorite comedies? Blazing Saddles? You hate Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is good. 
Um, is there what's modern? Last four, five, six years. What's a comedy that you saw that you're like, you know what? Oh, I saw one the other night. What the hell was? Can we that? end this, please, for fuck's sake. I'm done. Did you like Days and Confused? Yes. Yes, I like Days and Confused. All right. If you got you got to get angry. You got to stop us. You know. All right. That's right. I've got to go, and you know. It's my lunch break. You know what that means. It's a champagne of beers, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, for Brian, I'm Luke. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow night. Until then, go fuck yourself. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>